Welcome back, Bet the Juice Podcast. Cody Mitchell, Connor Holiday here, gearing up for Connor yet another huge slate of college basketball games. Eleven and five, if you were listening last week, combined as a podcast. So I should shake your hand. Mm. You did a great job. Techn- technically, it's ten and five, but we're just going to give ourselves both a win for Illinois because yes. we were both on the game, but we both win. So as a collective. 11-5, not a bad yeah, weekend. Yeah, and honestly, like, two of those losses, at least for me, could have been flipped the other way. You had how Clemson ended, how Miami ended. But then, like, our, it's a, our, yeah. our losses, I mean, tennis or Texas and fucking Bama, my God. And I did say, I remember saying on the pod, too, is, like, if I come in here, if we have to come in here next time we record and I have to say, like, bite my lip and be like, Texas... Just got the shit kicked out of them. I'll do it. Yep, they did. Absolutely. Like Tennessee. And like Bama. I mean, that. What a dud. And why'd you have to take it out on Vanderbilt like that? Yeah, I mean, that was. I know it was a lot of points to lay, but damn. It was was only like. I think it was like. It ended up getting to 16. I wonder what the alternate spread for like minus. What was it? Like. They won by 57. Yeah, what well, what you wouldn't even build it. It'd be fifty would have been. It'll be and I don't really do alt spreads, but it's normally like cap. Nevertheless, it was a fucking ass kicking. But. An epic fucking beat down. And a lot of the games, at least that I had, like the Missouri Iowa State game, never even had to watch. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to worry about. Marquette was DePaul? Like we're gonna get into some of these conferences and break them down, but I'll tell you what thing about the. That's a one is, point game at half. Yeah, they like to fuck around a little bit. Now usually, especially bl- at home. <laughs> yeah, they will. The tires will normally blow out at the end, but hey, they like to stick around a little bit. Marquette is a wagon though. But yes. so, um, little program news. Monday we're gonna do Mondays and Fridays. Mondays will kind of be the recaps of everything and prepare everybody for the week. There's gonna be picks on that day too, though, because right ahead of the Tuesday slate. Yeah, I'm ready for our record to possibly go down the toilet. Not a chance. Um, <laughs> two two episodes of giving out picks. Goddamn. Yeah. Um. The only problem with Tuesdays, you might not have as many lines as the Saturday games, yeah. but can at least give like, kind of like the numbers that even some of these I have today, I don't have the spread for. I'm just kind of letting you know like what numbers that I do like. Exactly. And I'm just constantly on. DraftKings right now waiting for them to keep adding more lines, taking their sweet-ass time. Just keep refreshing, baby. So let's kick it off with the best conference in college basketball. That would be the Big 12. I want to go first here with a shout-out to Texas Tech for the epic comeback against Iowa State, down 23 at one point. See, this is the one reason like I've started to turn on Iowa State so much. It was this game, wasn't it the Oklahoma State game, that they were up 16 in the first half and completely blew it? Can't remember exactly, Dude, but... Some, I mean, just the fact that they've been up in so many games and blow it, like, that's very, very worrisome. Well, did you watch the Texas Tech game at all? Did you get to catch no, any of it? I it felt, was late. Yeah, I fell asleep, and I know you told me that, like, the next day there were some, like, kind of... There was some calls that were bad, I thought, but the they kind of deserved to lose that game, though. Like... The first half, they built a lead because uh, Caleb Grill hit, like, seven threes in the first half, mm-hmm. which he wasn't even really, like, the line was basically indicating it wasn't even going to play. 
and he plays anyway, hits a bunch of threes. But then again, they just couldn't take care of the ball. They turned it over literally like every other possession. And yeah, something that kind of worries me a little bit about Iowa State, but awesome for Texas Tech. They honestly, like they really, really, really fucking needed that. I mean, that's, they're now one and eight in conference. You're not going dancing or anything, but Solid it was a good win. win. Texas still is seven and two in conference, and they are project. They are atop the Big Twelve, and they're projected to win the conference. But goddamn, did that Tennessee game say a fucking lot about them? That was. And we were and we were watching that game together, and you know that was one where both sitting on plus eight. Yeah, there we were sitting on plus eight, and like I thought the bet was dead, like right out the gate. Like there was no. Like that was just an utter ass kicking, and then of course, Texas wants to do the like claw back, and then they cut it to like eleven, twelve area, but then end up getting blown out too. This something about two teams that I'm really having a hard time like gauging Tennessee and Texas. Yeah, and then when you see them go up and the turnout is like that, like it like kind of answers some questions, but it's in some ways it adds more questions. Like, I kind of worry about Texas's scoring ability at times. There were a lot of droughts in that game. And who? And Sabari Rice was the one that was literally keeping them in the game. They're a guy coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the real story is the favorite, like, betting odds in the conference, Kansas, like, two awesome wins. At Kentucky, or at home against Kentucky, and then home against Kansas State, like, the Kansas State one was also like the Kansas State kept it close for a minute, but pretty soon they got their revenge in Lawrence and kind of beat the brakes off this team. Yeah, I mean, what was it? Three losses in a row. They did lose. Yeah, they lost Kansas State, TCU, and Baylor. Yeah, and now to come back with this, like this is what we kind of expected from this Kansas team. There's gonna be ebbs and flows with them, but. Still, at the same time, they're one of the better teams in the Big 12. And, I mean, it's so hard with the Big 12 because anybody can lose to anyone. So, it's still going to be a tough road when they get, get through all the Big 12 and make it to the tournament. But I still think this Kansas team has still a very good, legitimate shot to win it all. I know it's hard to go back to back, especially when you lose what you lose, but still like But if you have Jalen yeah, if you have any team that has Jalen Wilson is gonna be in a good have a chance exactly. to win the title game. Exactly. And of course, my Wildcats still looking pretty good despite what happened in Lawrence, but I just don't think there's no there's any shame in losing a Big Twelve game. No, no, there shouldn't, unless you're Iowa State losing to Texas Tech. In the fashion you lose it could determine it, but just an outright, like, oh, they lost to West Virginia. Like, that's – I don't think it's anything crazy. We should say the Big 12 won the Big 12 SEC Challenge 7-3. They did. Wow. Looked very good. A team that really nobody's really talking about, Baylor. Baylor's won 6-7. I know they just lost at Texas, which is a hard place to win, but this is another team that's – to me, poised to make a run in the in the tournament. Yeah, like if Baylor ends up in the Final Four, would I be surprised whatsoever? Absolutely not. Not one bit. Moving on here, let's go to the Big Ten a little bit. Produce the best team in the country. I'm official. I would officially say I would rather have them in Houston, especially how Houston's looked as of late. 
Are you willing to put a future, though, on Purdue to win it all? Now that, (laughs) I don't think I am. Because you think that they still have the capability of losing in the first round. (laughs) I don't, not in the first round, because Edie's too goddamn big, too. No, but if the matchups, like we were talking about, like, if the matchup's wrong with another team that has a big, it's going to pose a lot of problems for them. Because you can't just have the offense just go through Edie as much as you want it to. But, like you said, at the same time, the, there's n- not many chinks in the armor when it comes to Purdue. No. And, like, yeah, like, I wouldn't be afraid of them losing the – because, like, no 16th seed is going to have a 7-footer to begin with, let alone somebody that's 7'4". Western and as Kentucky thick as him. Sneaks in. But, yeah. But the, a team like meeting maybe like a Creighton in the second round or something like that when they can throw a Kalkbrenner at him is something that worries me. And those guards are still all freshmen. But, I mean, what can you say? Really, there's nothing else you can say about Zach. He's the best player in the conference. He's the best player in the country. He's somehow doesn't foul for being 7'4". I don't know if he's just like – he just kind of throws his arms up and can block things because he's so goddamn tall. Yeah, but he's never in foul trouble. I mean, it helps being seven fucking four. Yeah, but you got to think though too. Like that—that's something I've heard. Like people on—I know you didn't mean it this way. But some people on Twitter are like, "Well, I'd be that good if I was seven before." I'm like, dude, that kid no. put in so much goddamn work. You remember him as a freshman? Like, yeah. he couldn't even catch the ball. Yeah, he it would was... toss. He was a goofball. Yeah, he was very, very raw. But I mean, and look at him now. Exactly. And then the one game that we were both on, the Illinois, Illinois just keeps rolling. Yes. Final four future placed on them. What did you get those odds at? Oh, shit. And I could probably pull it up faster than you. Do you want to race? Uh, Shit. I can't find it. Plus 1,200. Yeah, I found it. (laughs) Like right when you said it. But, yeah, I mean, that's something I like. And like we've always said, that's – seems like this Illinois team's more poised to make a run in March than to really go through the gauntlet of the Big Ten. Exactly. We talk, We hit on it last episode. I know we like when I talked, I wanted to put future on them to win it all. I think this bet is a little bit better because like it's going to be hard for them to win it all, I think. But if everything breaks right for them, can I see them in the Final Four easily? Hundred percent. I was a little yeah, a little questionable about the title one, but com- the the team that we see at the beginning of the tournament though, it might be something to worth wagering depending on the odds. Mm-hmm. And the team that I kind of wanted to talk about was Maryland. Maryland's look very good as of late. One winners of four of their last five. The only loss was on the road at Purdue. There's no shame in that. No. But this team has finally started picking up. Jameer Young has played out of his mind. He was the Charlotte transfer. Mm-hmm. And they're currently sitting at an eight seed. It's It feels good for Merrill now as an ACC. Big, used to be a Duke fan. Consider myself an ACC guy. I grew up in Ohio. It makes no sense. But I want Maryland back at the ACC. It feels right. But it's also just good for college basketball that Maryland is good. Yeah. Yeah. Currently yeah, pro- projected as an eight seed. And I can't go through the Big Ten without mentioning the Ohio State Buckeyes. Are you serious? We can stop talking about this team. It's done. It's That's over what I'm with. saying. They're officially dead. Yes. Yes. We do not need to talk about my team anymore. They're not going to make the tournament. 32nd in Kempom. I still I don't understand that whatsoever. 
what on the court looks like the 32nd best team? <laughs> Can I please team? tell you the teams that they are considered better than? Let's go. Iowa. Kentucky. Mm. Well, North we Carolina. Beat, we did beat Iowa. North Carolina. Miami. Florida. Texas A&M. Michigan State. NC State. Penn State. I don't think they're better than any of them. I don't know if they're as good as Seton Hall at 48. They're definitely not better than Missouri, I'll tell you that. Missouri's 49. Yeah, I just, I don't know what the fuck. I, I, it, it, this, is, this is tough, especially, like, Holtman getting ejected. Like, I just, like, the way he was acting, it just, I feel like he knows his job's on the line, and I just, it, it, it's rough. Like, more than likely losing Bryce... Probably. Oh, you're definitely losing Bryce. Yeah, that's why I said more than likely. Um, it, it, it's it's gonna be tough. Like I, it, if here's the here's the thing is the administration's so stubborn that I feel like if Holtman is coaching this team next year, I would not be shocked. I wouldn't either, though, either, because of they the... They stick with... The, I feel like they stick with their... And he's bringing in a top 10 recruiting class. That's not going to hurt. Well, already signed it. So, yeah. that's, that's the other thing, is the recruits are already signed, so, like, you could fire the coach, you're not going to lose the class. But also, if you're trying to get Bronny... Well, you, college basketball is a little different. Like, they can no, no, literally hop in the portal no, and no, I know, I know, get out of here. No, I know. It's, it, it, it's, it's tough, um... I mean, it, but also at the same time, would it, it would surprise me if they pull up an upset at any point this season? Absolutely not. Yeah, that's not like a team that I'm rushing to fade like no. every single week either. No, but it's Big Ten championship or bust or, or bust basically. Really, the only other games it was last night that I wanted to talk about was Michigan and Northwestern. Northwestern. I really, really want to make the tournament. I really do. They're dangerous. Team. They are dropping to a 10 now in Lenardi's new rankings, and Michigan's basically keeping their tournament hopes alive right now. Like, they've found ways to win. I wouldn't say they're going to make the tournament by any means, but with a win over Northwestern, they're going to have a shot, and they still have ample opportunities to win here. They actually play you guys Sunday. Oh, fuck. I didn't know that. Um, let's move on here to the Big East, which, in my opinion, it's definitely not the best conference, but is my favorite and the funnest conference. Yeah. And you can't go anywhere besides Marquette. Marquette and Xavier tied at 10-2 in the conference. Marquette gets another huge win. They, just to, to preface this, Justin Moore is back for Villanova. What did we get that long? I can't remember. I think it was like seven or eight, but... Marquette, again, they were down by five with seven minutes left. Climb all the way back to cover. Awesome. And then, I guess, Providence still might be the luckiest team in America, and especially for betters. I don't know if you followed the Providence-Xavier game that happened on, I think it was Tuesday. Yeah. It was, the spread was three and a half, yeah. and they ended up hitting a deep um, – Jared Bynum hit one of the stupidest bank-in threes at yeah, the end there to yeah, get the I cover by three that, points. That was brutal for some people. Some of us were on Providence three and a half, so I wasn't too mad about that. And then Creighton just continues to stay hot. Since Kalkbrenner's been back, won their last five games. 
this isn't going to be a team that's they still have a chance to win the regular season outright. They're only eight and three in conference. They're a game back, but I think this team is going to win the Big East tournament, in my opinion, and they are climbing and ascending. And if they end up getting like a if something happens and they end up getting like a seven or eight seed, no one or two seeds going to want to see them in the tournament. We had them, wasn't it against Xavier? Yeah, they were minus four against Xavier on Saturday. That we mm-hmm. that you tailed off of me and we both bet. I mean, we had that basically in the back from the start. Yeah, yeah. And us honestly with like Xavier losing, how long is Fremantle out for? Um, it's gonna be about a month. Yeah, that like for this stretch it does worry me, but like having back by the start of the tournament could change their outcome if they end up dropping at all, but I mean just just be worrisome about Xavier a little bit. Yep, the SEC, we kind of already covered Bam. I'm not really too worried about him. I think they just had a bad game. That was yeah. a sticker. Yeah, let them get the bad games out now and, before, and not in the tournament, especially after somebody placed a future on them to win the national championship, as gross as it sounded for me to do. Was that before or after? Um, was that before or after the it Oklahoma game? It was literally today. Oh, it was today. Okay, I don't. I wouldn't feel bad about that at all. No, plus a thousand. Tennessee is kind of a team I can't really grasp a little bit. Um, that Florida game, man, that yeah. was tough. That was kind of hard to shake. Yeah, I don't exactly know what happened there. And the funny thing was, it was one of those where they the better team gets down early, claws their way back, and then as soon as they get like a five-point lead, you just kind of assume the game's over with. Mm-hmm. And then they blew it, and then got literally the piss kicked out of it. They had no answer for Colin Castleman. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kentucky still sent, keeps trending upwards, and then... I hate it. <laughs> like, Do you hate Kentucky or something? No. I just thought it would have been funny for them to not make the tournament. Just no fun. And that's a common college basketball thing. Everybody like kind of wants After to hate on the Blue Bloods. losing to a 15 seed last year to also then not make the tournament the following year. Got to be funny. I don't know where they currently would be projected. They are in the last four in playing a play-in game against West Virginia. So it'd be 11 seed. They are 11, currently projected 11 seed. Obviously a ton to come back. Miz- I mean, I'm not, I'm biased because I talk about Missouri all the time, but Missouri beat the absolute piss out of Iowa State. We kind of covered in the Big 12. Yep. To be honest, Connor, the Pac 12, I if it's not UCLA or Arizona, I just don't care. Like, USC's 8 and 3 in the conference and they're 40th in Ken Palm. I don't really think they're world beaters or they probably are going to make the tournament, but I just don't see them really going anywhere. UCLA and Arizona run run this conference the ACC Duke North Carolina this weekend they are currently both like when the when you see Duke North Carolina and don't see a ranking next to either one of their names very rare that is odd Virginia is definitely the classiest conference and I hate to say it. I am glad for you to finally admit it I don't think they're Does that feel good no I just think the ACC is bad yeah, kind of. <laughs> I just think the ACC's bad. Yeah, it, it, it has not been good. 
I mean, when Clemson's leading the conference, and kind of like you alluded to at the beginning, you kind of got fucked in that Florida State game. I mean, what did they open that game? Tyson hit like five straight threes or four straight threes to start the game off. I think the I think there was a point they were up like it was like 15, 13, yeah. 13 to one or something like that. It was it, they were up big and then just let Florida State come back in. And then it has to be a battle that comes to an and one that basically fucked me. Yeah, that point was because I think the spread was three and you're begging for overtime. Well, no, I had it at two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No push or nothing. Yeah, begging for the overtime and he gets the and one knocks it in. Yeah, and I mean, ACC, I've been betting it a lot. And man, like have my good days and bad days with the ACC. It's, it's tough going. You were on NC State to beat Miami. Um, or no, it wasn't, wouldn't have been Miami. No, it was DJ. Wake. NC State to be Wake. That's yes. who it was. DJ Burns goes off 30 points. I can't remember how many rebounds. And then, obviously, we can't That's end a it. big motherfucker. Yeah. Old Winthrop player. He was actually on that Winthrop team that we talked about when they yeah. played Villanova. Yep. Um, we can't get out of the ACC without mentioning Louisville has won an ACC game. I forgot about that. <laughs> they did beat Georgia Tech. And then basically before we get to picks, we kind of alluded to it off the show. When it comes to like at-larges and things like that, I think Charleston, after losing to Drexel last night, is going to have to win the CAA or they're going to be left out. I think Ford Atlantic's okay. They've only lost. They've only dropped two teams, two games, and like UAB's not really, really a bad loss. But Connor, we both have. Eight, you have eight plays, right? I have six official bets, and then a couple more that like don't have a line for. Okay, we'll throw a couple out. Throw some in there. We'll give all the picks out for Saturday, and then Friday and Saturday and Sunday, and then Monday. Our Monday show is basically going to be the recaps of all the games instead of recapping an entire week with you know thousands of games like over the course of a week so i will kick it off to you and you i will let you start if you have any friday plays you might want to get those in first don't have anything i have two for friday why don't you go then if you have friday plays do you want me to give them both go ahead i am gonna go first here with now, I got this at plus one and a half. The line is moved to minus one and a half in favor of my team. I'm taking Kent State on the road at Akron. Akron, it's a battle for the num- the top spot in the MAC right now. But look, Kent State, I know they had that stinker against Northern Illinois. I don't really know what the hell happened there. They just end up getting beat by 10 on the road against a not a good Northern Illinois team. I don't know why. But... They've kind of let some teams hang around. But when the games matter, that is when they show up the most. They beat the crap out of Toledo. They beat up on Ball State. They beat up on Buffalo. They had a Cleveland State game back in December. That was like a big, it's not really a rivalry, but it's, you know, it's cross town. They they get up for these games and they play super hard. I don't know what Akron's going to do about Sincere Carey and Malik Jacobs. They dominate the guards here, and it's just a perfect get-right spot for them. It's a big game. It's a battle for first place. Kent State is a class in the MAC. I'm laying one and a half. If the lines gets up to three or four, I'm probably still cool with laying that. Go with your other one. Ooh, oh, yeah, both Friday plays. Yeah. Um, This one, 
you know, I just, as of late, am not really been impressed with San Diego State. I know they have that 23 next to their name. I don't give a fuck about the AP poll. The AP poll is irrelevant, especially in basketball. Give me the points of Boise State here. Ken Palm has it as a three. I got It's at plus six currently. Boise State's the best team in the Mountain West. And this team is going... I don't know if the tournament success is going to be there. It's a young team. But during the regular season, this is the best team in the Mountain West. And I think six is just way too freaking high for a San Diego State team that's been basically underachieving all season long. So go ahead and give me two here, buddy, for Saturday. I bet a lot of big games because I didn't really have a lot of the little lines yet. I'm going to assume we're going to have some of the same, but go ahead. All right. Starting off with what will be my first one. I got this before the line moved. I know it's, and I hate it because it's going to be on a few of my picks, but I know it's a bad trend to go against home favorites, but... When I got this, it was a pick so it goes against the trend. Um, I love it. I'm taking Kansas. It, I, it's at one, minus one right now. I got to pick them again at Iowa State. I'm sorry. This Iowa State team continues to just disappoint me time in, time out. So, yeah, I mean, I think Kansas is the better team. I think they go into Iowa State, and I think they come away with a win. Uh, I don't. I don't. Are you, are you moving on? Uh, you could go ahead and say whatever. Yeah, you I don't. I don't hate that at all. Like, I think if you do want the Kansas side here, grab this ASAP. This just seems like a line that's gonna climb, and you're gonna get by close. It's gonna be Kansas minus three. Yeah, I gotta pick them. It's already jumped to minus one. So yeah, get it before it hits. I'd say. But I would say about a field goal. Yeah. Sounds pretty good to me, especially on the yeah. road at home. Uh, I'll just stick in the uh, Big 12. I'm taking the points with TCU at Oklahoma State. It's only plus one. I know, probably should have taken the money line. But still, I think, I know, it, it, like I said, it's a bad trend to go against. I just seriously think TCU is the much better team. I'm going against the trend with them. Yeah. Um, you would think losing Mike Miles, your best player, would be a big deal. They had no issue with West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Like That line ended up getting so low because everybody was like, yeah, Mike Miles is out. Everybody's going to be West Virginia. He's definitely not going to be playing this week, but I don't think it's really going to matter apparently. All right, I'm going to get my two stinkers out of the way that no one wants to hear about. So probably one of the worst college basketball games that you're going to hear about all season. It is against 362 Green Bay is going to 360 IUPUI. I didn't know what I wanted to bet. And I'm willing to lay up to seven with IUPUI. IUPUI is not a good basketball team. But let me give you their last three games. Lost to six on the road at IPFW. Lost to six at Cleveland State and... Lost a game they probably should have won against my Milwaukee yesterday. They keep games close. This is literally their only chance to beat a di- division, or I guess Commerce is a Division One school now, but their only chance to win a Horizon League game, and this is a perfect spot for them, and they've been playing great basketball lately. I'm willing to lay up to seven. Kempom has it a 
rated a five, so your spread's probably going to be about four just because of the IUPUI name. But also, Green Bay wasn't going to begin with after firing their coaches, hasn't kept a game close. No, that that was one of the games I was right about, laying the points with Wright State, minus 17 and a half. Won by 31. Exactly. Their last three games lost by 31, 18, I guess good for you, and then 34. And Green Bay's only win on in the Horizon League is against IUPUI, but that was that was way back even in the middle of non-con. So, I'm willing to lay up to seven with IUPUI. All right. Um, I'll get my last like official bet in the Big Twelve out of the way. I'm taking laying the points with Kansas State minus one against Texas. I don't – I like we talked about, I have a lot of worries with this Texas team. I think it's going to be tough, especially how that game went in Austin. What was it, 116-103? to 103? Something like that. I know both teams were in the hundreds. Yeah, I just think when they go to Manhattan, it's going to – I mean, I just think Kansas State wins this game. It's a perfect get-a-ride spot. Exactly. And they could tie – Basically being a tie for first place if they beat Texas, too. And they would have the tiebreaker with the two wins. And then for me, in the battle of the independents, do you know we have two independents, right? Chicago yeah. State and Hartford. I'm willing to lay up to nine and a half with, or nine points with Chicago State. Chicago State, awesome, awesome, awesome win against Citadel. I want to frame that ticket. The picking up. Chicago State money line on a game. But look at Chicago State's last three games here. They beat Coastal at Coastal. They beat they kept lost by seven against Stanford, played a non D one school, beat them 101 to 66, and then beat the Citadel. This Chicago State team is actually pretty competent. Gerald Gillian has done a fucking amazing job. And dude, Hartford Hartford won their first game Wednesday. And I think I think they came off like a twelve game losing streak, and it's from there on out it's only going to be trending down. And Chicago State's been trending up. You got their win. I don't think they really care. Hartford doesn't play well on the road either, so I'm willing to lay up to nine here with Chicago State. Coming back to you. All right, heading to the Big Ten. I'm going to take the points with Illinois yep. at Iowa. I got this too. Two and a half. Yep, I'm take. Did you get a two and a half? Like, yeah, it's still a two and a half. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I like this too. Like you said, Illinois won seven of the last games, and they have literally just been trending up so fucking much. I don't know exactly who's going to be able to handle the athleticism of Terrence Shannon, and who's guarding Matthew Meyer, who's been going off as of late. Yeah, I just think there, like you said, there is the athleticism difference. So, like, I really think that plays so well for Illinois. And especially, like, Iowa defensively has got... Ass. Yeah, a lot of questions. So, I just think with athleticism, getting out on fast breaks, like, I'd almost be tempted to take the over. Yeah, I'm interested to see what the total is going to be. Ken Palm has it projected at 156. So, Uh that is a big number. It's at 153 and a half right now. So Ken Palm likes the over. 
it's a big number for me. I, I don't know if I can do it. I usually stay away from those, but they hit all the time, so I wouldn't shock me one bit if someone wanted to play that one. Alright, I'm going with I'm taking Creighton at minus eight against Villanova. I thought about this. It's uh, I think it's up to nine and a half now. Oh no way. I just checked that a little Are bit ago. See, I swear to or maybe it was eight and a half. Either way, eight and a half, eight, I'm winning it. I'm taking it. Five straight wins for Creighton since They've been amazing since Kalkbrenner's been backed. I don't really care that Justin Moore's back. His feet are not wet yet. And I know Villanova isn't the Villanova's in the past, but even even without the success, like nobody's just overlooking Villanova here. Creighton's been amazing at home. I like to see I like the fight that Villanova has, but Creighton's got two. Okay, it's got, eight and a half. So eight and a half. I'm still cool with that. Creighton has too much fight in him. This team's too talented. Give me the eight. I'll take the eight and a half if that's what the line is right now. All right. So we got three left. I have two officials and then just like a couple other ones. Uh, I know this is a very, very dangerous play. But I'm laying the points with St. Mary's minus four and a half against. Gonzaga at home against Gonzaga. I've been watching the St. Mary's team. Thank you for telling me how to watch the WCC, by the way. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. WCC Network. But they are a very, very solid team, and I have so many damn questions about Gonzaga. Every time that I watch them, I'm not that impressed whatsoever. I don't really know, it, honestly, if they are the best team in the WCC. I think it's St. Mary's, and I think St. Mary's proves it on Saturday night. Yep, I'm taking Gonzaga plus four and a half as an official play as well. Fuck you. It's going to be a weird game, clash of two tempos. Um, St. Mary's plays 358th in the in tempo in the country. It's very slow. Gonzaga plays very fast. Look... St. Mary's is good. St. Mary's is the reason they're going to be a 7 or 8 seed. They haven't beat anybody worth a damn. So, basically, it's put up or shut up, and this has been Gonzaga's conference for 20 years. If you're giving me 4.5 points, I'm not even looking at metrics, not looking at anything. I'm taking 4.5. That's too many points. And last I checked, St. Mary's Mary's does not have Drew Timmy. So yeah. Really that good? so yeah, that's I'm going that way on this one here, and that is our first official rivalry here. So you have one left here, and then a couple little ones. By the way, they're finally getting more lines out now. A- anything Just, that jumps uh, off the page at you? Uh, I don't know. What about Davidson versus uh, Massachusetts? Where's that? Massachusetts. Can Davidson, I guess the David? Oh, I was gonna God. guess the line. Go ahead. Davidson at Massachusetts. Massachusetts is going to be laying five and a half points. Laying one. Really? Yes. I mean, Massachusetts has looked bad, and Frank Martin's been, like, screaming at the fans on Twitter. Late, I don't know if you – have you seen any of that? Oh, yeah, I have seen some of this. It's kind of funny. Because they're, like atta- – I mean, they are attacking players, but, like, these okay, guys also have to be wasn't really that many lines. The only other one was UCF and Cincinnati. All right, back to the Big East. Well, not back to the Big East, but to the Big East. Take UConn minus 14 and a half against Georgetown. I mean, hey, just do it. Just do it. Hey, hey, hey. 
I hate I hate it because we've you and I have been wrong betting UConn the last couple weeks, but I think this is a get right spot. Yeah, I know you're on. It is a perfect get right spot. I think you're on the right side, but like I told you earlier, I refuse to bet on UConn anymore. I, you know, I was on like their tail all beginning of the non-con. Yeah, I know, I know. I didn't know when to get off, and I officially have gotten off. So my last one here is I'm I'm laying the points with Tennessee. It's nine and a half versus Auburn. Auburn has not beat anybody worth a damn. They beat Florida when Florida was going through some fits and was on like a four-game losing streak. They beat Northwestern in the beginning of the season. That's an okay win. And then a beat beat up Arkansas team. We saw what Auburn did on the had to get, what they did on the road against Tennessee. They did get us the cover. Or yeah, they did give us the cover. They ended up losing by what, like three, and we got plus four. Yeah. But let me tell you, there's a difference between Tennessee and West Virginia. And West Virginia was up double digits literally the entire game and then just happened to blow it at the end. We got the cover, but Tennessee's 10 points better than Auburn. So, so I'm that's that. all of your official plays? Yeah. All right. Do you have any that we don't have lines for that you're willing to – Well, look? I did like the IUPUI in Chicago State. Okay. But if, um, I'm going to look I'm at just th- going to throw one out there. Kempom has this about 13-point spread. I'm willing to lay what the fuck ever with Bama at LSU. Willing to lay. That. I'm really interested to see what that's going to be. It, Cam Palm had it at 13. If it's it, anything under 15, I'm willing. To I lay. would lay it. I didn't even know. I, yeah, they don't have it out yet. I'm willing to lay a lot of points with that one, too. Like LSU is bad, and I think Bama's kind of in pissed off mode. And still up for contention for the a one seed. Like they can't not afford to like drop anything or fuck around with some of these teams. Also, another one that I'm interested in. What are your opinion on? What's your opinion on Temple versus Houston? It's at Temple. We were right last. Oh, night. Okay. Well, let me first go and see what the Ken Palm rating is. I think it had it around eleven. So, Houston has been struggling as of late. Yes, they have. They lost the Temple, struggled to put away UCF, struggled to put away Cincinnati, and then was in a dogfight last night with Wichita State. It's at 12 on Ken Palm. Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to guess the line's around there, 11 and a half. I think I would almost lean a pissed-off Houston team, but I won't fade Temple. I refuse to fade Temple. But I think this... The thing with Temple, though, is Dunn and Battle also carry themselves like they're a one seed in the NCAA tournament. So I don't really know if that's going to affect them. And they've also won five straight. So uh, Adding a play, adding a play now that the line is officially out. Um, lay it with Wake. I thought Ken Palm had it as a four-point spread. It's actually two and a half at Notre Dame. Lay the points with Wake. I, I don't care that it's at Notre Dame. Notre Dame is a dead team walk, and this Wake team's very good. Lay the two and a half. And I think Mike Bray is basically just coasting to he's going to find a new job. So, Yeah, it, it has not looked good for them whatsoever. I'm literally betting that right now as we speak. Perfect. So... I mean, that's going to do it for us today. Good luck to everybody this weekend. We'll oh, my back. God. It dropped to one and a half. Never mind. Grab it at one and a half. Yes, I am betting it now. Uh, thank you. We will Sorry. see you guys Monday. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. And we will be recapping all the games. Have a good weekend, everybody. Peace.